Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Uh-huh. And I got Dom. Yep. And this week's episode, episode 47, we talk about uh, the big Overwatch update coming for Mercy. We didn't really touch talk about D.Va, though. Uh, we haven't really got any info we on D.Va. We fucked up. But we didn't really bring up D.Va. But there's some changing coming to some, some key players in the Overwatch game. Uh-huh. So we talked about that. talked about Gamescom. Sonic Mania, and a few other things. It's a good episode. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. I know you didn't. No. I know. I know. I know how you guys feel. But this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you find yourself in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night, Mike, from 7 to 11, you can head on down to Higgins Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware what a fatty is... Oh my god. You're gonna be just... I just don't like the way you're facing me. I know that you're looking at me and it's it's uncomfortable. I, you, you gotta give a little, Mike. Just give a little. These are our, our sponsors. Plus... And those are mine. Give me those. Oh, see that? Look at that. I just picked up his box of fatties and he had to grab it out of my hand. He had to grab a fatty. Hashtag grab a fatty. Yeah, I had to because I know this guy... And just start eating them up. Nom, 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 I mean, they're that good. They're tasty. Well, I've watched Brennan eat a lot of things, so... That's true. So, head on over to Instagram, at GoodnightFatty, or on Facebook, GoodnightFatty. You can find them, learn more about them. Let them know we sent you. Get some tasty treats. You will not be disappointed. And we're, we're extremely excited to announce that we can finally share the date and time and more specific details on an event we're going to be uh, a part of next month. Uh, next month at BitBar, the month of September, is going to be a whole celebration of Jack's Abbey all month long. And on September 14th, at 7pm, you can come down to BitBar in Salem at the Old Jail, 50 St. Peter Street, and enjoy some Jackbox with us on the patio. It's going to be a good time. If the weather is delicious outside, we will be in the Jack's Abbey Beer Garden Drinking some Copper Legend, playing some Jackbox with all of our friends and fans, and we would love if you also came down. If the weather's bad, don't worry. We'll still be doing it, just inside. So no matter what, on September 14th at 7 p.m., come hang out with your past controller team. And uh, drink some delicious Jack's Abbey. Play some other amazing arcade games at BitBar. And enjoy some Tetris Tots. I know I'm a fan of Tetris Thoughts. Mike? Uh, Brennan is a big fan of Tetris Thoughts. That's true. I am. He's a big fan of food in general. So This is coming from the guy who tonight, when we ate at BitBar, this, this guy being Mike, got Tetris Thoughts as his side. So don't try to pull this all on me, that I'm the only Tetris guy here. If you inferred that's what I was saying, you were incorrect. I'm just saying. Did you I infer would... that or did you imply it? Uh, I think by the way Mike spoke, he, by the way. <laughs> we, really, we really just don't want this episode to go on the air at all. Uh, There's a lot of content that's also not ours in this episode. Yep. Full disclosure. Cool. We sing a lot of songs we do not have the rights we to. We bring some songs up that we don't have the rights to, but it's not. What the fuck, Mike? I, I love you. A lot. 
And I... Stop it. Just stop. <laughs> just fucking stop. This episode just got off the rails. So, yeah. This is the intro. This is the intro. This is the longest intro we've ever recorded. Um, just end the intro, then. I will in a second. Let them listen to the episode. I will let them listen. Let I'll them get disappointed. They... Do you want a transition song? To... I don't. I want you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Unless you're going to come up with a theme song for us off the spot that's an original. This is the mic... remix to transition. <laughs> I guess that counts as a parody, so we're, we're good on that regard. But Friday and Saturdays, head on down to our sponsors at Goodnight Fatty. September 14th. Thursday night. Bring up 7 p.m. Bit Bar Salem. Come hang out with us, Jack's Abbey. It's going to be a great time. We're going to play Jackbox. If you don't know what Jackbox is, you're going to have a fucking good time with us. We might jack off. We are not going to jack off. Well, if you don't know what Jackbox is, he might be telling the truth, so I don't know. You'll have to come and find out. Oh, you'll come, all right. I know he will. Am I right, guys? He's jacking off. There won't be any jacking off from us, at least. I don't know what Mike plans on fucking doing. But yeah, as always, you can find us at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, on Twitter at pass controller. You can find me at bgroom, this guy at underscore MichaelPath, and Dom said he doesn't want you to know. I was lying on the rest. Stop it, Mike. Stop it. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 47. Absolutely obnoxious. Got me feeling some kind of way. Yeah? Despacito? Did you watch that video? Uh, I the, think I tagged you in The Scooby-Doo one you just made me watch? Yes, I unfortunately did. No, didn't I tag you in like a Dragon Ball Z one? Uh, what was the video? Give me a little more details. I think it was just a cover of Despacito, except it was like Vegito. Um, you may have. Did you send it to the group text? No. Uh, I must have watched then. If you didn't, if you, when someone most like ninety five percent of the time in the group text when like YouTube links get sent, I can't. I'm working. I can't stop and watch I them. I can't watch YouTube videos. I hate the update that, because. The way the iPhone works, I don't know how it shows up on your phone, but on an iPhone, someone sends a link, it's like, it doesn't, before it would say what it was, now it doesn't say what it is, it just says, like, I can watch it in the text message, or I could click on it and go to the fucking website. I don't have time for that shit. I don't have fucking time. Busy man. Uh, so what's going on? It's been a fucking, it's been a hot minute. Nothing. Nah, nothing? No. No? No. Why are you so, why are you so standoffish right now? Did you just meet me? Yes. Hi, I'm Brennan. You just said I'm standoffish. I'm not even fucking shit. You guys fishing for a freight? Fishing a freight for a freight? Yeah, I need delivery. <laughs> delivery of some of that fucking. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that, uh. stupid fucking Steve Harvey thing you sent me today? <laughs> what? Fucking. sausage horse. What the fuck was it? Oh, Bologna Pony? Bologna Pony. How, that's a, did you know that saying? I heard it once. Where was it? Um, it definitely showed up in Evangelion of all places, but I can't remember what the context was. Was it talking about dicks? Yeah, I think so. Is Evangelion like a... have adult themes? I mean, I... Someone must have said something like, they were like, oh, you're having sex with that guy gonna get on his baloney pony. It was something like that, but I can't remember the exact context. <laughs> Regardless, I couldn't stop laughing, because I've never heard that term before, that phrase, 
And when he sent that to Steve Harvey thing, we were all playing Overwatch. And I literally just fucking lost my marbles. <laughs> Dom's looking at some ridiculous memes right now. So, fuck, I feel like a lot has transpired over the past week. I mean, Gamescom just yeah. wrapped up. AOE 4, guys, are you hyped for that? For what? Age of Empires. Oh, I mean, I fucks with Age of Empires. I have an Age of Empires, I think, 3 on here. I like those types of games. Yeah. They're fun. No? Not a fan? I don't know. I don't play them. I never really played them on a console, so I probably wouldn't look forward to like picking it up on Xbox. I probably won't pick it up anyway, but I do like those types of games. Right. There's, right. A, there's, a, there's a spot in my heart for, for games like that. I enjoy a good RTS of sorts. Cat's having fun. Yeah. He's, he's wacky. Wacky cat. What about you, Dom? You were a fucking Age of Empires guy? Um... No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Dom could literally care less about what's happening right now because he's got fucking Meme Central on his phone. Crushing it right now. I was more of a, uh, of a, uh, was it Age of Mythology? Was that a game? Uh, uh yes. That does exist. There you go. You learn a little bit more about Dom today. Yeah. I mean, like Civ. I, 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 I dabble in those games. I'm a big fan. A little fan. That was completely unintentional. Like, don't get all wiggly now. Our hands cross paths. I did not meet your hand, you know, at an assigned location looking for looking for a little, you know. Dom, you've got the low ground. You've got the low ground, Dom. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want the low ground, Mike. Or Obi-Wan. He'll fucking... Is there a piano around here? Oh, boy. You tell people about your... No, we're not. Oh, we're going to stop right there. We're really? going to leave it to oh, piano. Oh, so anyway. We're going to leave it to piano, and that's it. Way to, way, to, way to make it awkward, Mike. You're the one that got all defensive about it. Listen, we're just saying, we don't need to, there's things we don't need to talk about on the podcast. That's not one of them. We've never we, not shared with the viewers. We mention piano, and we drop it there. We've never not shared with the viewers. Well, Mike. we're not going to share this tidbit. Mike, I think we should. I think we should not. There's a, there's a, there's no reason to bring up the significance of piano other than I do like John Legend. Yeah, on my back. The actor. <laughs> Has he ever acted in anything? No. <laughs> oh, John Legend. We should have saw him when he was here. He was in fucking Salem. The actor was here. Yes. Potentially. Was there a convention in town? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking delete this. What are you doing? What are you talking about? You there must have been a, a pianist convention. <laughs> a pianist convention? Uh, I wonder if I can play this one. Alright, guys, full disclosure those pianos that they have in the commons, sometimes I strip down and I just start, you know, dropping some sick melodies. I don't know, when you say it, it sounds weird and gauche. Hey, you know what? That's what I do. Hmm. Anyways. Now that we've got my deep, dark secret of naked piano playing out of the way. Mm-hmm. What else from Gamescom? I mean, it's not typically like a... Like a convention that they announce a bunch of things. Like, it's after E3. E3's kind of like where they blow out all the announcements. But there were definitely some things that were announced and shown off there. 
Xbox One X release date, price, all the, uh, maybe not price, but release date. Pre-orders went live after their presentation. Mm -hmm. Todd already pre-ordered an Xbox One X. I could give a fuck less. Mm -hmm. Dom, I'm assuming you're in the same boat as me. I am living <laughs> for Xbox One. No, I'm not. Yeah. I don't care. Now, I feel like prior to our car ride today, Mike, you would be in the same boat. But now that I realize you're purchasing 4K shit, but don't have a 4K... A 4K TV, you have 4K movies, but you don't have a 4K player. Mm -hmm. Is the Xbox One X now something that's in your... I mean, that was already... That was already... Established? A, that was already established when it was announced the first time. Oh, I wasn't aware. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, I mean, I do need a 4K player, and also, I'm not a big fan of the Xbox One's current power brick. I feel like it would make my life easier if it just wasn't there. Um, is it designed the same way as the 1S? Does it have no power brick? Wait, do you you don't have an S? No. Oh, uh, yes, it does not have... I believe it does not have a brick. Okay. It's also smaller than the S. I mean, by, like, a very small amount. Yeah, but it the, still is smaller. And the S is already smaller than... Than the 1, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it would be a worthwhile upgrade. Will it actually do it? I don't know. Time will tell. I didn't pre-order it. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like pre-orders... You might not be able to find one week one, but... Mm -hmm. But I'm not stressing for one. Though you will be able to find them shortly afterwards. I mean, that's going to be an item that people aren't, like, clamoring. Like, the people who really want one are going to buy it the first week, and then, you know, they'll probably not purposely not produce a shit ton of them, so there looks like there's a little bit of a demand for them. But I definitely think there is a demand for them. But, I mean... Phil Spencer at, at Xbox is also very confident in saying, like, this is a machine for specific people. The Xbox One S is what we're going to sell the most of, and we know that. So I, I don't think you'll have trouble finding it, you know. Maybe a little bit because of the holidays, but not like... It's yeah. not going to be impossible. You'll be able to get one if you really want one. Um, there was... I mean, we're on this RTS movement here, I guess. So there was a Jurassic Park game announced. Did you see this? No. Dom, did you see you this? Did you hear about this one? Did you hear about this? <laughs> you hear about this? You hear about this? The game from 1994? There, there was an old RTS Jurassic Park game. but No, I didn't hear about it, no. I don't know what date it was from. But yes, there was like a kind of like a theme park simulator. This is going to be a theme park simulator, basically, where you are creating Jurassic Parks. If I is can. is the goal to cause as much destruction as possible, or are you trying to do it better than uh, Mr. John Hammond? I believe your goal... Doctor. Do doctor, that's right. I believe your goal is to, like, build these parks. And obviously things go wrong. Mm -hmm. That's, like, some of the game elements where you're like... Like Newman shit. shows up and he's like, I'm gonna steal these DNA vials. Uh-uh-uh. Gotta say the magic word. Uh-uh-uh. I, I, dope. I, I haven't uh, seen... What, the Jurassic Park game? No, the SNES... Yeah, I think it's Europe only, though. Is, yeah. uh, which or is so pretty, far, this is pretty dope. Um, I haven't seen the original Jurassic Parks in so long. The only fucking thing I can remember is like, uh-uh-uh, guess the magic word. And the part where Newman is like, trying to pull the fucking ropey thing off the front of the car, and those <laughs> dinosaurs that open their necks yeah. and spit on you, like... That's probably the only scenes I remember from the You movie. don't remember Clever Girl? Clever Girl. Oh, I mean, I guess I do. I mean, come on. Or the T-Rex eating the outhouse. 
Or the kids hiding from the velociraptors. Uh, I mean, now that you're or, bringing all this up, I guess. Or that time the guy pretended to be electrocuted by the Jackson fence. Jackson was there. Who did he play? He wasn't the uh uh-uh guy. He was the uh, black guy. He's he's technically right, which is the best kind of correct. <laughs> he was, so. No, the uh uh-uh guy was Newman. It was Wayne Knight. No. The computer that would pop up and say, uh uh uh, that wasn't yeah, Newman. It was White Knight. It was. It was? Correct. Yeah, he was the. Who was the person trying to get on the computer then? Samuel Somebody. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Oh, that, okay, so I flipped it then. I thought it was Samuel Jackson that was on the screen going, uh uh uh. You think Samuel Jackson would do that? The guy's got some. Guy's got some principles. He's got some class. I don't. I don't fucking know. Don, did you go see a. Uh... Bodyguard, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Hitman I body- did not. Mm-hmm. That movie looks entertaining. I'm intrigued. I wouldn't see it in theaters, but I mean, seems fine. Mike wouldn't see it in theaters. Yet he gets it, fucking special passes to Atomic Blonde and then doesn't go. Yeah, I didn't go. He's the one that wasted all the passes for everybody. Yeah, that's why he's, he never get a pass. He's hoarding them all, and he's fucking. Dom says he couldn't get a pass when I gave the link to literally everybody here. I yeah, but it wouldn't work on mobile. I tried to do it on mobile, and it was like, uh-uh-uh, you could have said the magic word. It wouldn't fucking work for some reason. I couldn't get it to work, probably. Oh, man. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, fucking guess. Splatling gun in there. Oh, my God. It's about to take off. <laughs> it's wet. <laughs> it's not. I farted, guys. I'm sorry. This is a ridiculous fucking episode. Scrap it. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna go home. Scrappy dappy do. I'm gonna get more cookies. You can get more cookies? Do you even eat any yet? No. Did you eat a full cookie, Don? I ate a cookie. That's my boy right there. I didn't eat a full one. I just had a couple of bites. <laughs> so, he ate a couple of nipples. Just got a couple of nipples there. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Goodnight Fatty. And we just ate some. Well... Dom just ate one. Me, me and Dom ate them because Mike got to shave him to eat him with his milk at home that he doesn't have. Oh shit, we're getting Sims 4 in November. We're getting Sims 4 and it has cats and doggies. Yep. Cats and doggies. Oh. Yeah, you. You're like, cats and. Like, the buildup did not lead me to believe you were going to say dogs. I was going to be like, cats and. Uh, <laughs> And cabbage and monkeys. I don't know. I feel like people are a fan of doggos, so I mean, I should elongate the doggo part. Yes. What did do you think? What did you see think? the Luncheon Kingdom? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Dom's just saying things out loud. He's like, t- he's like trying to test my my nerd dumb right now. No, I, I'm just reading it. Like, what happened at Gamescom? There you go. I know. I I stay informed the, with this. Stuff. The man's staying on top of things. Mm, the day of, a week later. One week oh, later. Like, yeah, but I mean, all the things you're saying are, are fucking announced. I mean, this guy over here. Sam's Returns gets a new trailer. Ooh, did you see the new uh, car for Your boy. Rocket League? I did. That's the a three car. cars. There's three cars, but the only one I cared about was Samus's. That is a that, dope fucking vehicle. So let's let's talk about this. So first of all, I'm definitely buying Rocket League again. Uh, but I wanna, I'm curious to see how those work if cross-play... Crossplay, you will see those cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, but that Sam's car is fucking sexy. I mean, the Mario and Luigi ones are fucking cool too. They're nice, but but the Samus Sam's one is, as the kid would say, it's on fleek. Right? Uh, I I believe the correct term is um, I don't know. <laughs> 
he had my hopes up yet again. If I was gonna, if I was gonna, you know, compare it to an animal, it would probably be the pupper of of Cars and Rocket League. Jesus Christ, Brendan, you fucking suck. Mike, why do you hate me so much? Mm. Anyways, but there's other cool things when you boost in one of the Mario and Luigi cars. I believe you get a boost of because you know you can like change your trail, your mm. boost trail of cars. You know this. No, but it sounds cool. Do you not have Rocket League? I do, but I've never played it. I have it for the PC. My computer cannot play games. You've played it at my house. Yeah, I played it at your house, okay. but like, I barely played it. So anyways, you can customize a lot of shit in your car. Wheels, colors, shit, this, that, yep, shit. actual shit. Um, hood ornaments, antenna ornaments. But one of the other things is when you use your boost, there's a trail that comes off of your vehicle... You can customize that, and there's, like, so many different things. There's, like, you know, things that are just, like, colors and, like, little whoosh things. Mm -hmm. Then there's, like, you know, a slime one. So when you boost, like, slime comes out or, like, money and shit like that. For the Mario and Luigi one, there's, uh, like, to make it look like you have gotten a star power-up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it plays any jingles, which would be fucking dope if it did. <laughs> and then for the Samus one, it is... One of her cannons, one of her arm upgrades from mm -hmm. Metroid Prime, I forget which one it is. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, but it's cool. There's some cool little little Easter eggs. Alright. I'm going to purchase it. Will I, will I go digital or will I get a physical copy? My guess is there probably won't be a physical copy. Perfect. Makes my life easier. And if they did, it would probably be like a retailer exclusive. Like you want to get physical? Physical? I wanna get physical, physical. And now it's gonna get taken off the internet, Mike. Good job. Whoops. Good fucking job. Whoops. When I when I look at the upload screen and it says, "Do you own the rights to this?" I'm gonna have to lie and say yes. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'm sorry, I sound so good. Motherfucker. Sorry, we asked for permission. Yeah. We asked for permission. Done. Who sings the song? I don't know. Yeah, uh, but there we go. Is she alive? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> oh, is that Sandy? Yes. Oh, shit. Sandy. I know Sandy. <laughs> he wants to do his John Travolta impression. He quickly stopped. <laughs> Why? I had to workshop it. You gotta your, your, your Zuko sounded a little bit like Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> when did I do Zuko? You just started. Just now, when you started. I didn't say any words, did I? You were you like, Sandy. Yours, oh, yours was better than mine. I didn't say I didn't say I had a Zuko. I didn't say I had a Zuko. I was doing an impression of your impression. Th that's a fucking cop out. It. He was doing he was doing impression. Yeah. Already, I'm gonna do an impression of your impression of me doing an impression. <gasps> Sandy. Okay then. <laughs> it's not a cop out. I was saying your impression. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying your impression was bad. Here's my impression of your bad impression. And here's my impression of your bad impression of my good impression. There's, you can't say anything because you didn't have a good impression to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you boy. That's what it sounded like you was doing. You just activated my fucking trap card, bro. Uh, get me a fucking piano. I'd be the greatest duelist. In Yu-Gi-Oh, not like a gun thing. I mean like... <laughs> You activated my fucking trap card, uh, brother. I don't know. I also feel like you're wrong there because I'm pretty sure at 1-2-Switch we couldn't beat you. I mean, that might be true, too. 
So are you just actually McCree? <laughs> I heard Howdy. his life was taken out of his dance emote. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why would they of, take that out? I don't know. There's a lot of uh, physical things going on right now. Not to go back to the song earlier, but I feel like we've been making a lot of gestures and this and that that doesn't translate well into. Well, we're gonna have to start the next. Let's the next. Get the next. Uh, <laughs> the next chapter of our adventure, and that's video. Oh well, I'm out. Well, then you have all the proof that me and Dom allegedly air quotes touch you. I'm glad you said air quotes, so you can do the air quotes, and people will be like, "Oh yeah." He put his hands up and he went like this. What did I do? What, I, I went like what? Like you went like air quotes. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Well, I guess I guess air quotes is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Tell him what I'm doing now, Mike. <laughs> what am I doing now, Mike? Explain that. Well, first he pretended <laughs> to jerk off what appeared to be two dicks out of my ch- out of my uh, my crotch area, and after that, I don't know. I think he just had like a muscle. <laughs> Wait, is it not common knowledge that you have two? Uh, P- piano pressers in your pants? Um, well, if it's common knowledge, then they've been misinformed. I just heard that you were the baloney pony of my dreams. Well, what happens in your dreams and what happens in real life are two <laughs> very different things. I don't I, I, I beg to differ. Well, this has been sufficiently off the rails. Dom, what do you have to add? Do you really want to add something to Did that you- statement? <laughs> How Here. how long do you think it would take to jerk off every guy in Salem right now? Wait, has he not seen Silicon he, Valley? He, he said in the car that he finished the first season. Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't pay attention. Yeah, no, you don't. You also don't. I pay attention when it matters. It's <laughs> so when it's not what I'm talking. When, when it's you talking, no. Everything else, you know. Um. Well, it depends. We're gonna have to find like the the mean girth. You know the you know. It was a smarter joke on the show, obviously. Yeah, it was. When Brennan tries saying it, it just sounds like a guy trying to jerk people off. It was Dom's proposition. <laughs> Don't you put this on Dom. <laughs> but he said it. This is some fucking malarkey. What'd you hear say? Anyways. Yeah, I mean, Gamescom is what it is. Um, we got that special edition Minecraft Xbox One S. It's pretty dope. Oh, Nelly. I mean, I stand by. Joe was giving me shit when I said in the group text that it was fucking dope. And he was giving me shit because it's Minecraft. Listen. Remove yourself from whether you dislike or like Minecraft. You can look at that and objectively say, like, that's a special edition console that somebody put some thought and work into. As opposed to, like, I don't know, half, if not 78% of the... LE consoles that come out that are literally just like here's a picture of something from this game and we're gonna stamp it on the top of this console look it's a special edition console I didn't actually look at the picture of the console and I'm still like stuck on the fact you went from like half to 78% yeah 78% okay why not yeah interesting choice it's, I, a, it's I, a pretty I, accurate I 22% I listen I'm 22% I mean this Minecraft one falls on that 22%. Oh, wow. It might be the 22%. Uh, there's a few other good ones out there. There's some good ones. I mean, Nintendo drops a lot of special edition 3DSs, and some of them are fucking not great. Mm-hmm. 
Some of them are fantastic. Oh, that's true too. I mean, I don't particularly love my Majora's Mask 3DS XL, new 3DS XL, mm-hmm. limited edition. I mean, it's not amazing. It, there are definitely lazier ones out there. This is like a middle ground. It's like, it's not super duper special, but I love Zelda, so I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I just needed that console anyway, because I didn't have one yet, so I was like, ah, this is great. Yeah. The Zelda one for the regular 3DS XL, the not new version, the gold one with the Triforce, that's just sexy. It's classy. It's still very simple, and you could, I guess, argue it's lazy, but at least it kind of makes sense. Where, like, if you look at the Destiny 2 PS4 that's coming out next month, it's fucking lazy. It's stupid. It's, like, just kind of... Here, let me uh, slap this sticker I ordered offline onto this, and hey, look, it's a special edition console. The Minecraft one is good. It's a different. It's a. It's more than just a sticker or a palette swap. It's there's some thought into. It. I'll pull it up after. It's it's, it's it's nice. It's the epic skin of. Uh... It's pretty good. It's definitely worth three thousand credits. But. Well, it's not an event. Well, I guess maybe it is. What. You said 3,000 credits. Yeah, it's a timed event. It's a timed purchase. Oh, alright. I can't imagine they're going to keep them on shelves forever. But it's a, it's a nice... As far as limited edition console goes, it's nice. And there's two controllers that are also different and specific for their thing. It's nice. I mean, neither of you played Minecraft, so you might not get some of the references. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the controllers is green, and it's a creeper, and it's more than just, like, here's a green controller. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other one's a pig. Minecraft. Yeah, it's a Minecraft thing, yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> it's it's the console is well done for a special edition console. When right now a lot of them are pretty fucking bad. But anyways, uh, I mean other than that, Gamescom was Gamescom. Sure was. It was. My my favorite my favorite comms. Well I think it's I think Gamescom is the packs of Europe, basically, where it's, I think it's geared more towards fans and not a big press event. Yeah. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure it's the biggest game convention in the world, actually. I think it's bigger than uh, E3. Oh. It's just not the spectacle of press conference with all these announcements, this, that, fucking mm-hmm. blarb, blarb, blarb. But, we enter something. so, ooh, we got... Some Overwatch changes on the horizon. This is true. Season's about to end. Also true. Lucio Ball is potentially about to go away again for another year. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Mercy. Okay. Trying to stick, trying to stick your, uh... It doesn't fucking matter, man. Just, just say a thing. I... What? Before I say something vulgar and crash, just finish the actual thought. I mean, I was, I was opening up to... Your thoughts first. What, how are we feeling about the mercy change? Do we should go over the mercy change first? Yeah. Kind of give the lay, lay the groundwork here for what it's going to be. Yeah. God forbid someone, someone out there, that one guy is listening to this and is like, "What the fuck is Overwatch and what's a mercy?" Well, if you are, Dom just said, "I'm out." <laughs> Dom's Dom is sick of us. Uh, so basically, Overwatch, highly competitive game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a 
international stage for this game competitively, and they're trying to continually grow the audience and, you know, grow the competitive scene. Part of that is always going to be, well, I mean, it's a living, breathing community that is going to change over time. And the only way we keep the game fresh and balanced is by constantly tweaking things, you know, buffing characters, nerfing characters, maybe tweaking maps or abilities, something to just make sure that the playing field is not unbalanced or overpowered in some way where, you know, the game doesn't get a cheap element to it. Which, with Mercy, I don't think it's so much that she's a cheap character, because I, I don't think she's a cheap character. I just think that the ultimate that she currently has, that she's had since the beginning, which is Resurrect, which allows her to resurrect fallen teammates as long as they still haven't respawned. And, you know, you can revive as many as you can within a certain radius of each other. Mm -hmm. um, so the big change that she's getting is that her ultimate is changing and she's not going to have that anymore. Instead, she's going to have Valkyrie, which will allow her to fly. Uh, it will increase the range and power of all of her other moves, makes her gun shoot faster, and has more power. Um, also, unlimited ammo, I believe. Ooh, I didn't know that part. I believe it's unlimited ammo. That's pretty interesting. And uh, so the other thing is, she doesn't have a second ability. She doesn't have a left trigger ability, where I think everyone else does. Most other characters believe so. So. They're now giving her another ability, which is Resurrect, which is she will be able to revive somebody, one person though, and not a whole team. And then every 30 seconds it will come back. So you you know have the ability to use again. But to, to kind of backtrack, I, I don't think that she's an unbalanced, overpowered character. I just think that her ultimate in the current form of the game, where she can resurrect a full team, I think people purposely play Mercy in a way where it's like, I'm Mercy. We're trying to take this point over. My team's going to crash the point right now. I'm going to go hide. And when they wipe, coordinate so they all die together on the point, And then I'll fly in and bring them back to life. And if they don't have a Mercy, hopefully we can just tip the scales. Because we killed two people and now it's a six on four. Are we talking about Robin now? Yeah, tip the scales. Time to tip the scales. So I don't necessarily think that she's broken or unbalanced now. I just think that... It's a healthy... I, I agree with the developer update. I, I think that it's a healthy change to her her as a character. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, where, where do you fall on this? Um, Are you, like, mad that they're doing this? Happy? I mean... Indifferent? I don't play as her, so I don't really care that much. I play against her pretty often, and that is normally a problem where if you coordinate a good team wipe... But you like look at the kill feeds like, oh, there's only five, they had a mercy, she's probably off hiding somewhere and will fly in res. It's problematic. Especially if you like your team uses, you know, two or three good ults to wipe the team. Yeah. And then they come back with all their shit together and we're like still tired from the previous fight. But uh the changes are interesting and I mean to be honest, since a lot of it's not going to come to live, I'm not too concerned about it in its current form. I'm more interested in how it's actually going to be later. Yeah. 
from what I read from people playing the PTR, she's very overpowered right now. I mean, yeah, with Mike's, I didn't know she had unlimited ammo when she hits Valkyrie, yeah. which she is... Has unlimited ammo, I believe her revive cooldown drops from 30 seconds to something like 10. Yeah. And I think the ult itself lasts for 20 seconds. So, presumably, and I don't know if it resets again after the ult ends so you could presumably revive somebody ult revive a second person revive a third person and then by the time the ult ends maybe you can revive a fourth person yeah i mean this is why the ptr exists you know what i mean they they make changes to characters they see how they work in gameplay they see how the community reacts and then before the character ever goes live most of the time they adjust things to make it more balanced um so yeah, I can kind of agree with you there that I think that they'll fine-tune some of her changes. But overall, I'm happy, as a person who plays Mercy a lot, I'm happy that the change they're making, I think overall, is a positive one. I think it will breathe some new life into this character. And I think it will now change the way in which this character is being picked. Like, I always am a, am a fan of having a Mercy on my team in most team com compositions but it's almost crucial on certain maps especially when you're playing against the mercy specifically for okay if we wipe them and they res and then they wipe us if we don't have a mercy res we're probably going to lose the point lose the match whatever so it's not that she's cheap or unfair it's just almost like you kind of have to have your own mercy to counter their mercy you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it, it, if they're using a mercy who's getting team reses, three people reses. It's almost a bad team comp if you don't have another Mercy, like a Mercy on your side, to do the same thing. Because or have someone focus on that Mercy the entire time, which yeah, is sometimes difficult. Which is, which is sometimes very difficult. Plus, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like even if you're slowing down the rate of her reses, at some point she's still going to get one. So potentially they could just hold on to the res for that key moment at the end of the match that would decide the match. Mm. I can't, I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've either lost or won a match specifically because the, you know, the match set is tied 2-2. You know, both teams have 99%. It's in, you know, we're contesting it. It all comes down to who clears the point right now. We, you know, bust three ults, clear the point, and then a Mercy swoops in and fucking reses them, and we lose. Or vice versa. So, I, I'm happy that they're going to change her in a way that I think is going to make her a character where I feel like pulling off a team res is doable by people of lower skill levels, where the changes that they're making to Mercy, once they get balanced, I feel like they're going to make her still an easy introductory support hero to use, but the the ceiling for you getting good with her is going to be much higher than it is now, where if you're really playing at a high level of Mercy with the new rework, I think she's going to be a extremely important hero to have on your team. I mean, I don't... Again, I don't play her, so I don't have any strong opinions about yeah. the whole thing. It'll be interesting to see how that whole 30-second cooldown works with... With the reses. Well, that could always change, too. They they could potentially 
with part of the tweaks change the timing of things mm -hmm. maybe they realize 30 seconds is is too long or maybe it's not long enough yeah or you know maybe giving her 10 second reses during her ult is is too short and they need to bump, bump that up a little bit um or maybe make it so you know it gives her her res back but if she uses it then her ult ends you know what i mean mm -hmm. so maybe it, it reloads her res but you know i don't know now I'm just saying things that don't fucking matter. But, I mean, I think they'll tweak some stuff before it actually goes live. But I'm excited they're changing. What about you, Dom? Big Overwatch guy? Um, yeah. Just getting some changes. I'm still wondering when the Junkrat, Roadhog, Arissa, Widowmaker things are going through. Yeah, I forgot about this. Are those in the PTR still? I think so. They've been in the PTR since the beginning of the month. Like August 10th. I mean, I, I, it probably just boils down to they haven't found the sweet spot that the least amount of people are complaining about. I mean, everyone complained about Ironclad, and that still went through. Did everyone complain about it? I think we did. Did you Were you on the forums writing? Oh, I was like, Jeff, you fucking dumb... Dumb white guilt having people who don't know what you're referencing are gonna be confused by that. Who? Who's listening to this? Everyone. Oh, okay. Dan Harmon actually is. Well then, Dan Harmon would get it. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Gazorpa Vindicators Stores. Three. <laughs> huh. How many season, uh, episodes from this season? Only ten, right? I believe it's a shorter season. Ugh. I think it's like ten. I'm so sad. It's so good. I actually watched a really good breakdown that somebody... Uh, I forget where I saw it, but it was a good breakdown of, like... Just the... Some themes that this person was, like, deriving from just the overall Rick and Morty... Thing. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh... It was pretty interesting. I, I kind of... There were some things I was like, nah... You stretching. And then there was some, I was like, no, I, I can see that being, you know, maybe that's what they were intending to do. Um, but you almost have to, like, whenever someone's, like, giving a critical analysis of any type of, you know, I was going to say literary work, but, you know, any type of work, I do believe that in a lot of situations, the, the, the author of the work is conscious of w what they're trying to do. But then sometimes I think, you know, maybe people are just want it to be a way or you putting it that way and it's such a happenstance like yeah that that makes sense so let's attribute that to this like i i always like i i always question this in school when like we'd read a book and like talking about all these themes and this and that and i'm like but did this person really intend for it to be that when they were writing it? Like, is that really what they were like? Like, every time, everything you're telling me, that's what the author was like. This is what I'm saying with this. This is the point of this. I don't think it's always that case. It can't be. Like, you know you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, after the fact, when there's been so much critical analysis of something, their, like, cumulative attributes they're giving something makes sense by the way they describe it that then that work takes that on mm -hmm. I was gonna say 
I was going to ask you what's the episode of South Park, and then I remembered that I made references to that episode that you didn't recognize. So I was like, yeah, no, you didn't see that episode. What season? <sighs> Recently or no? I mean, now we're looking at a show that's like 20 years old, so my my like concept of re- like to me it's relatively recent but if i were to look at it it's probably like you know six seven seasons ago what's the what's the episode scrody mcbugger balls <laughs> can you give me something else about the episode besides that, that that's like the main thing the kids so the plot of the first of all i'm gonna say this is the episode where um butter's like watching tv he's like i love kim kardashian i want to hop on her belly so that's where that episode. That's where that comes from, which is why when I brought it up in the past, I'm like, "What is that?" And then I had to look. But anyway, show me a clip of this after. Um, the plot of the episode is the kids are required to read um, Captain the Rye. Okay. And they were told that the book had been banned from several schools for like whatever themes it had, and also it was allegedly like the book that made um, what's his face shoot John Lennon. So the kids read the book and like, this book fucking sucks. Like this is boring as shit. Like there's nothing cool about this. So they decided to write their own like, uh, book just to be like assholes. Like they write the grossest book ever. They call it Scrody McBooker Balls. They write it and then they, like leave it out or whatever and they go play and then their parents find it and the parents read like this is disgusting. Like every time they read it, they would throw up. Yeah, it's a joke. And at the end, like after they finish reading, they're like, this was really good. And they start like. Attribute, like attributing all these themes and stuff to it yeah and um before the kids find out that the parents liked the book they said Butters wrote it just to like so they wouldn't get in trouble and like Butters is a, like amazing book so like he becomes an author and all that but the the point of that was that uh I think that was what they were talking about in the episode was that, was that concept that concept yeah I mean cause like, don't get me wrong plenty of intelligent people create music art of many forms you know books, movies, video games, that I'm sure, you know, a majority of the time, they have ideas, they have messages, they have, you know, themes that they're trying to convey. But I think sometimes it's like, you stretch it. And you stretch it. So, I don't know. That's why I don't do critical uh, reading. Critical reading. I mean, the only reason why I ever enjoyed it was, like, I liked when we were allowed to, like, when we had to write papers or something, where it was, like, I have to write my critical analysis, because it wouldn't be fucking what this fucking guy said. Not this fucking guy. No sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I used to get a lot of different, uh, I used to be able to write, they used to let me, like, write poems instead of writing research papers. What school did you go to? The same one as you. Oh, shit. In <laughs> uh, college, too. There were some classes where they let me do different things. I took a class on Dante's Inferno, and towards the end of the semester, we had to write, I don't know, some sort of paper on one of the... It's called Cantos? Mm-hmm. Did you read? I didn't read it. Dom, did you read The Inferno? Uh, I read some of it. The chapters are broken up into cantos. Is that what it's called? I think. Probably. So, instead of, like, writing this detailed analysis of that... You just handed in the video game, right? Yes. No, I I spoke to my professor 
after class, and I was like, listen, I, like, you know, grade me in the same way, but basically let me create my own canto as long, and as long as I, like, you know, I basically kept the same format of how Dante wrote the book, so I wrote it in my, I wrote it in his form on, I forgot what the theme, I don't know, but hey, I mean. And then Dante got to the final level. <laughs> Where instead of grieving the devil, he saw Bowser. Bam, bam, bam. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got to do some weird things like that. There was one time in fucking, I think it was Mr. Finn's class, where everyone had to write a paper, and instead I got to write whatever the fucking thing we were writing a paper about. I did it in the style of Guilty Conscious, where it was like, it wasn't M and Dre, but it was like two, the good and the bad. Yeah. Like, giving you the, I don't know, he let me do that instead of writing a paper. I got away with stuff like that all the time. Not that I got away, like I still have to put effort and time into this stuff, but, I mean, I always felt like it was a better use of my creative writing. Fucking, <laughs> in one of my history classes in high school, Mr. Uh, Jones, who, he... Were you in that class with me? I don't think I had Mr. Jones. Did you have Mr. Jones with me? I don't think so. World history? Instead of the papers that we had to all write, uh, me and I forget who else they paired up with me, they let me just uh, literally write raps about the stuff instead of that. He just said that we had, I think I'm pretty sure that we had to perform it in class. That's fair. So the people that, like, were in my group, I was like, no, 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 I got this. Like, just, basically, I was like, give me the notes on all these things, and I will turn it into this. And if I can drop the hottest fucking mixtape. And yo, let me tell them my president coach. (laughs) Like six from Hamilton. I mean, basically, I was like Hamilton before Hamilton. Oh. Well, you couldn't make it. was like Hamilton on, uh, Scrubs. I mean, House. Scrubs. House Scrubs, one of those medical shows. Same thing. You, you could have been, you could have been Lin Manuel. You could have been making that up. money. I fucked up. I could have been a Moana with the Rock. Yep. I fucked up. Uh, anyways, fucking moving on from from this nonsense. <sighs> have either of you had the chance to play Sonic Mania? Um. Yes, I got to the Chemical Zone and then I stopped playing because I was at work. I put it on my Switch and I bring it to work and I just play. Dom, you haven't played it yet? I don't own it, nope. Oh, oh, oh shit! Trying to, trying to play it up right now? I mean, I don't care. Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, what are your thoughts? It's on it so far. Obviously, you only just grazed the, uh, mm-hmm. the beginning, but. It's. It's. Well. I mean, I played Green Hill Zone, which is largely just Green Hill Zone. Uh, the beginning of it is, but then yeah. it changes pretty, pretty but, but not like, drastically, but it changes. Yeah, so I'd like to see, like, what else, what else is going on in the game. Like, right now it's, like, good, I'm like, but it's basically me just playing Sonic. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, well, is that is that a good or a bad thing? That's a, no, it's a good thing. Okay. But at that point, I might be saying, like, you know, hey... I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like at this point, I'd just be, be saying, like, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog was a good game. I'm playing it again now. But, I mean, historically, if you look at the past 
I don't know, 10 years of Sonic games, mm-hmm. they haven't been good games overall. They haven't been good games. No, so it's that. a return to... It's a return to a good game, but right now it's almost like saying there have been nothing but... All the Sonic games have been bad except for the first one, which I'm replaying now. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but once you get past where once you I are now, past my man, you'll I'm sure realize... Be, it's different. Um, so, I don't want to spoil anything, but when you get to the end of Chemical Plant Zone, mm-hmm. that's the thing that... Changes it up. Well, that's the... Th- Remember how I was playing the first level of Chemical Plant mm-hmm. Zone here? Yeah. When we got to the end, and I was and I said to you, I was like, oh, Todd said there was a twist here? You had said, like, if you don't want to get spoiled, don't look at the screen. Yeah. So, whatever transpired in that specific time when we were ha- here, mm-hmm. that wasn't the actual thing. It happens at the end of Chemical Plant Zone. Ooh. So when you finish it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it for you, because it, it was a fun little, like, thing. It was, mm-hmm. like, it was... It enjoyable that it existed and I kind of hope another instance of it shows up again I don't know oh, yet. I hope it turns into Sonic Heroes hope it gets to the end and it's like I forget how the songs go I was literally just I was like trying Sonic to Colors I don't remember what the songs were but around at the speed of sound got get places to go follow my rainbow now this now it's gonna get taken down I mean, is it? Or are people just gonna be like, that's a jam. Yeah, they'll be like, you know, we want, can't be playing that music for free. So, here's a quick sidebar that I have been thinking about. Whenever I hear someone mention, like, oh, games that have the best soundtracks of all time, like, can Smash Brothers not be in that conversation because it has so many amazing songs from so many other games? I mean, to me, that would be like saying, oh, you know, the the Grammy for best for album of the year goes to now that's what I call music fifty seven. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of makes sense. But it's like, why can we sit here and say, oh shit, the Guardians two soundtrack was dope when it's not original music? It's not, but it, they pick some good songs. They do. So it's the same thing. It's like, fucking Smash has original music in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all original music, but it's not original for that game uh it just sucks because the music in smash is so fucking good and so many of it so much of it is like redone like either orchestra tracks or or whatever um a lot of work goes into the soundtrack on that and fucking mario kart 8 don't even get me started mario kart 8 fucking dope i guess that could fall into its own soundtrack because that's i mean some of those might be older mario kart songs but i mean they're made for that game yeah it's got some fucking jams. I fucking jam out to that all day. This episode's definitely getting taken down. Um, so what were we talking about Sonic Mania? Uh-huh. So you get to that twist, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to spoil it for the fans. But when you get to the end of Chemical Plant Zone, you're going to be happy. Act 2. Act 2, baby! <laughs> <laughs> We're literally just trying to get this episode taken off the air. Um, It's for the best. But, so I will say, there's more, after that, there are more at some point, I don't want to get too specific for you, but there are more remix stages from past Sonic games. But the point I'm at now, and I don't know if it's just the point where it just changes away from that, or if it gets mixed in, but there are original stages. And for the most part, I feel like they've been pretty enjoyable. Um, A lot of the boss fights that I've encountered have been great. Um... And some of the... So, like, for the most part, the game 
keeps to the roots for the most part of like those traditional Sonic games that you know have certain characteristics of that game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't, I don't fucking know. You gotta go fast. You gotta go fast. But it, it keeps to like the way the environment interacts with Sonic and vice versa that would have been on the Genesis. Like those still physics and principles still kind of exist. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that they add, especially into like the new worlds, the new zones, uh, they, they're they new and fresh and feel good, but they still feel like Sonic, if that makes sense. Yeah. They... They do a good job of adding these new gameplay mechanics, but make sure that they feel like they belong in that game and not like Sonic can fly now. You know what I mean? Yeah. They 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 work really well in this specific Sonic take on the game. Um, but yeah, some of the new levels are 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 awesome and. Quite frankly, there's plenty of times where I'll put the game on, go into the level, just put the controller down and jam out because the fucking songs are awesome. It's a good soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. That's good. I mean, Sonic. I mean, say what you will. Sonic did have uh, some good songs. In what game? Um, the first one, uh, Sonic Battle Two, obviously. I mean, that was a different tone. That was like, let's get a uh, fucking running around at the fucking guitar chords and pop, pop rock, me, pop rock band. Set me free. Yeah, Escape from the City was a fucking jam. No, I I, I fucks with that. But um, also, like the older Sonic game, you just have your. I do like uh, classic Sonic game songs, but yeah, I mean the soundtrack is is great. I mean. The new worlds especially have some some what sound like potentially could be memorable jams that, you know, one day I'm, I'm on YouTube, I'm like, oh shit, let me pop on fucking Moonlight Star Zone. Act one. And just rock out. Ooh. I don't know if that's actually the name of the zone, but there is a zone that's like Moonlight like Starstruck <laughs> Kingdom. Oh yeah. Stardust Kingdom. Yeah. Oh. But... I'm enjoying Sonic Mania. I'm very happy. I'm happy that it's 20 bucks. I'm happy that it's a, you know... I was reading something that people were arguing whether or not price should be factored into your opinion or review on a game. And I don't think it should be weighted heavily. But I do think it's an important part of the conversation. I think there's obviously a point where, you know, you know you're spent way too much money on a game and it doesn't deliver a lot. Yeah, I definitely think that price shouldn't be a huge factor in how you're grading a game, but I do think it's an important piece of the of the full picture. Um, I can't think of a game that might have fallen to the category of like spending too much for way too little content. Uh, does Money Number Nine count? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, salty. But yeah, I mean, I can I can see some situations where I'm trying to think quickly of a of a direct example. But, no, I feel like, you know, $20 redos for this game is is a... It's a You're you're, you're getting a very, very good game for $20. A a very good game. I would have paid more for this game. And I think that's an important 
thing to, you know what I mean? I feel like that's an important piece of information for somebody who's maybe looking intrigued by the game. But what I've played so far, $20 is, I probably would have paid 40 for this, to be honest. Ooh. And then maybe I would have overpaid it. I don't fucking know. But, regardless. Roman said I'd buy that at a high price. I mean, it's it's a good game. I'm enjoying it. Though, I will say this. And I, I don't want to give my full take until I've finished the game. Um, I'm close to the end, I'm pretty sure. But, I don't know if I actually like Sonic games. I can't decide. Like, I like the game, but I kind of at the same time, I'm like, maybe it's not fair to do, but I'm comparing it to a 2D Mario game in the sense of they're both platformers, but they're different. Mario's a more precise jumping platformer where Sonic's got to go fast, and at some points I'm like, I'm literally just holding directional right to go right. Mm -hmm. And in some scenarios, like, I could just do that and get to basically the end of the level without doing much more than that. Mm-hmm. Is that fun? I don't know. Like, in some ways, it's cool. Like, when you get to certain levels, like, it's almost like, you know, it's just kind of fun to watch and, like, yeah, I'm going fast. But then when I, afterwards, I'm like, am I actually, like, having fun or am I just holding right like don't get me wrong I still love the game like I I can't talk highly enough about the game I just don't actually know if I like Sonic games Brennan's finally coming to terms with all this time he's like hey listen guys I like Sonic like I don't I don't mind but Sonic is great and then then he's like fuck Sonic and then it's like oh Sonic is great but am I actually having fun like Brent's got a lot of conflicting thoughts about Sonic. I don't know. Like, I thought about it more, and but it's like... like This it, is something I've mentioned in the past, I think. I can't remember. Jeez. Well, for uh, the, the listener at home, figure that one out for me. They never talked about this before. You've you mentioned what? I talked about the design of Sonic games and, like, something about... How the game? That's why the games never translated well to three D. To three D, because by design, the games were always about going fast in a straight line, occasionally bumping into like a spring that bounces you backwards and then going forward again. Yeah, and that apparently that doesn't work when you have a three dimensional plane. No. No, Sonic and three D, they have not figured that out, and I don't think they will anytime soon. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's clearly a lot of multiple paths in these levels yeah. where you can find secrets and this and that but I I guess I argue what's the point other than getting the Chaos Emeralds what's the point because you can beat the game without getting Chaos Emeralds did you collect all the Chaos Not Emeralds? all the levels are like that either what? that you can just go no, I, I didn't say they all work. There's definitely parts where it gets broken up and you have to do some platforming elements. But I'm saying, you know, for the most part, there's chunks of levels that I can just hold right. I mean, I remember from at least two, um, the arcade level and the 
um, underwater level. Those are ones that you cannot just run. Uh, I can't remember the underwater level for, from two. Uh, it was. There was an underwater level in one, I think, called Labyrinth Zone. No, and the underwater level in two was. It was like. Um, it was like almost like a rector set, but then like the water would like rise and uh, drop, that's... and then if you fell underneath, it would be. It'd be underwater. That, I think, is Chemical Plant Zone. I think that's from one. It's in two. Then it's in two. Uh, arcade? Casino Zone? Casino? Casino. Okay. Um, no, there's definitely platform parts, but I do feel like in some of the levels, there's just a lot of time where I can just hold to the right and be, for the most part, okay. You could. You can also take a warp pipe to... World eight, and skip three quarters of the game. Yeah, but go ahead. It's a secret that you have to find and know that it's there. It's not just like hold right and come to this warp pipe. It's... Yeah, but there's also like secrets in Sonic that make the game easier as well. Mm-hmm. My stance is that from a game design standpoint, Mario levels are crafted. I mean, they're two. They're these two. Sonic's a roller coaster. And Mario is not. Sonic has a track. Mario has laid out designs. I'm not saying that things in Sonic aren't laid out specifically for specific reasons. I'm just saying, for multiple reasons, the two games are definitely very different from each other while being the same. I don't know, I, I just... The ins- the incentive for me to venture through Sonic levels right now, in my first playthrough for Sonic Mania, I don't know what the incentive is for me to adventure more. Alright, so when you get to the end and you can't be the boss, come back on the podcast and say, I really should have collected all the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm still getting the Chaos Emeralds. Okay. So you are exploring, in a sense. Not as much as I could be. Yeah. Because, again, like, I don't know why. There might be another element to the game through exploring that I don't know about yet. Yeah. That, that's totally possible. But, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude. I don't know. I mean, all in all, I don't have anything bad to say about the game. I was just, my personal struggle of, I don't know if I actually like Sonic games. Like, I must, because Sonic & Knuckles is fucking great. I love Sonic & Knuckles. You like Sonic & Knuckles? Sonic & Knuckles is a fucking amazing game. Where you can use Knuckles to literally fly across levels. Yeah, but Knuckles is the fucking man. (laughs) Okay. Knuckles is like legitimately you can the man. Climb up buildings and then avoid the entire stage. Not on every level. Not in every level. I only like played that game as Sonic. Knuckles because Knuckles is the fucking man. Plus, you get to like fucking laugh at Sonic. Sonic's a little bitch. Fuck Sonic. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I I have I don't have much bad to say about the game yet. I, I'm very. Except that you hate the character Sonic, and no, that you hate, hate the gameplay of Sonic. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate Sonic. You just said fuck Sonic. Yeah, I was joking around. Also, for the uh, 
that one guy at home, Brennan did the sonic like finger wag. Eh, eh, finger wag. Because it's fucking iconic. And then he shoves the face with like a chili dog. <laughs> I don't know where he got it from, but he dog did. pants. It was next to the pretzel. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he said, "If some stranger tries to touch your no no, you just say no." Sonic said that on the TV show. I know. I was gonna say, Mike, you're. Halloween costume needs to be I don't know his name <laughs> something racist no the actor that pl- we the actor that plays Urkel Jahil White Jahil White also voices Sonic in the cartoon yes you need to be just be Jahil White Jahil 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 just be Jahil White but VO Jahil White so you're talking in his Sonic voice but you're dressed as just everyday Jaleel White. He might have been the voice of uh, Alpha 5, too. I don't remember. No, he probably wasn't him. Didn't that... Did, wasn't that... We were at the... The Jack Sabby night? Mm-hmm. Where, where, wasn't one of the costumes that got brought up, like... Being Urkel slash something else? Yeah, it was going to be Urkel Nader. Urkel Nader. So it's going to be half Urkel, half Terminator. It'd be dope. Yeah. I'm down. But I'm also a big fan of being both... Like, just cutting in half and doing, like, Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel. Hell yeah. Or I could just do the change. I should bring the, whatever the name of the thing was that he would step into to change. Just bring that with me. <laughs> like, just a giant boss and, like, every once in a while just hop in there and change and come out as Stefan Urkel. What if you came as Jaleel White mm-hmm. and then slowly throughout the course of the night you just turn into Sonic? I'll start off by saying, y'all got any cheese? And then I'll end it by saying, got any chili dogs? Ooh. And then at the end of the night, you just turn into a chili dog. Yeah. I'm just a bit Sonic, and then I'm going to bump into one thing, just throw, throw a bunch of rings to the ground. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something I never realized from D.Va. Overnight. <laughs> Is that real? Huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, I again, I don't have many bad things if any to say about Sonic Mania it's super enjoyable if you I'm curious if you're a person who's either never played a Sonic game or 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 a if you've only had experience with Sonic through 3D Sonic how you'd feel about this game but someone like me and the, the three of us who have played Sonic back in the day this if you're one of those people this is a game for you. Like, Christian Whitehead, one of the, basically the guy kind of behind this is, uh, you know, he's done work on a lot of other things and a lot of other games and stuff, but he's he's a big Sonic guy. So, like, it was it was good to see Sega work with somebody who is, you know, probably at his core just a huge Sonic fan because it shows in this finished product... You can tell that somebody who really fucking cared, you know, put put their their life into this game, which is, you know, it shows. It would be like if Dom was a game developer, if Capcom was like, all right, Dom, Long Dong Dom Don Johnson, we want you to help us make a Mega Man game. It'd be a dope fucking Mega Man game because Dom, Dom would you loves fucking Mega Man. An email from Capcom if they called you that. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Wait, are we still doing a podcast? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. shit. No. We turned off the mic. Like, um, I would respond to Capcom with um, 
with some Disney emojis. <laughs> He's like, oh, what I really want to do is make a new Disney emoji blitz. No, what he wants to do is make Darkwing Duck return to no, Duck. No, I want to make uh, uh, Disney Man. It's just Mega Man, but all the bad guys are like designed as like Disney oh, boss. Shit. That would be actually pretty dope. So wait, who would be the hero, though? Mickey? It still be Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man's just fucking fucking just, up Captain Hook. Just rolling through people. I mean, I guess we could have it be Mickey if we want. And then, like. No, it doesn't have to be Mickey. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, Mickey. And then Rush can be and Goofy. Then, and then Yensid is making all the robots. Yeah, Rush would be Pluto. And Roll would be Minnie. And she'd go, but Disney Man, Disney Man. I'm just saying right now. Disney does not have an in-house studio. Disney Interactive is closed. I think, for the most part, the only developer that has any access to Disney properties... Oh, no, that's wrong. That's incorrect. Never mind. I was going to say what would be Capcom. But no, because Square has Disney as well. I could see them being fucking diggity down with that. None of us can actually make a game, but we could be on the storyboard team. Ooh. And I'm thinking in this level, uh, Disney Man just whips out his dong and plays the piano. Nailed it. And we could probably get John Legend to be there. John Legend would crush it. It would have the sickest soundtrack. It would have a pretty dope soundtrack. We just came up with a fucking multi-billion dollar idea. Anyways, I want to show you guys a thing from the Play Overwatch site, so we need to end the podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, it's about to wrap up anyway. Right. Fucking jeez. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's... it's uh, Sonic Mania is a game I would recommend, for sure. And, uh, yeah. This episode of the podcast was sponsored by... Famous footwear? No. Try again. Okay. Um, Wexel's pretzels. One more time. Dude, you know I can't read cursive. <laughs> oh my god. This episode of the podcast was sponsored by our good friends at... I'll stop you. Just, no. Just stop. Oh, okay. Just stop, Mike. Good night, fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area... And you're looking for a fatty... If you're looking for a fatty, come grab Dom. a fatty. Get the end of this podcast and I'm punch Dom in the face. <laughs> no, it makes good good entertainment. Head on down to Higginson Square not on a Friday or Saturday night <laughs> from 7 to 11 and get yourself a delicious, delicious treat. And let them know that we sent you. And we can finally talk about our event next month. What? That's true, we can. Why don't you tell them? I'm, I'm, I don't know. Why, why is Mike... Why does not Mike not know what's going on? Mike doesn't check, read anything. He doesn't read text messages. I, I, he doesn't read emails. I literally said it out loud when we were at BitBar today. I was eating. Okay. So, so next month, mm-hmm. the Pass the Controller team will be teaming up with Jax Abbey at BitBar in Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. I think I know what one of those things are, and it's Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Past the controller? No, I'm not familiar with that. So we will be having a Jackbox night, September... 14th. 14th. I should probably make sure I have that day off. Yep. At 7 p.m. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. The weather is nice, which it should be. 
hopefully. It'll be out on the patio. But if not, we have the backup plan and how to orchestrate things on the interior. So regardless of the weather, it'll still be going down at Bit Bar on September 14th, 7 p.m. Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts. Come hang out with the Pass Controller Boys, Jack's Abbey team, and your friends at Bit Bar. And as always, you can find us at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller. Can square up. And on Twitter at pass controller. You can find me at bgroom, Mike at underscore mikeopath, and Dom. Oh, still doesn't have anything that I use. <laughs> he does, he just doesn't share. This is Mayweather versus McGregor right now. Just because you're black and white? Wow, Brendan. Way to make it a race thing. It was a box. God damn it. Cut the, cut the podcast. <laughs> this interview's over. Oh, we're interviewing you? Yeah. You didn't bring much to the table. Well, maybe if I had a better interviewer. Listen, I'm going to play fucking Mr. Grabby Banana Hands. What is that what his name was? Mr. Banana Grabber. God damn it. Oh. You are the worst. Oh, hot you. All right. Podcast is over. Podcast is over.